You are listening to Saturdays with the Story Dude, a bi-weekly podcast about the world of screenwriting and screenwriters and, of course, the film and television business as a whole. I'm your host, Jared Dean Winchester, and, you know, as someone who's come from Tollywood, that's right, Tollywood, which is South Indian film industry, and who has watched a pantheon of movies since growing up and found that a lot of these movies are cliché. They recycle the age-old boy-meets-girl premises, and even if a filmmaker has a great idea, or a good idea, to say the least, he or she always manages to ruin it by adding extra plot into the film that didn't need to be there, just to fill the screen time, just to fill the necessary two-and-a-half-hour to three-hour screen time. Now, this is a necessary. As I later realized, when I myself got into the television screenwriting business, you know, in all honesty, I didn't give too much about, or rather, I didn't care too much about Tollywood movies, up until, that is, starting in 2016, when I realized the true potential of Tollywood, as opposed to Bollywood, which we all know comes from North India. Now, Tollywood is South Indian. Bollywood is North Indian. Let's let's get that distinction out of the way. Let's clarify that distinction. Also, when a great movie, few of which I own, come out, Certain figures in Hollywood have to wonder how they could have made a movie like the most recent one that was just released called RRR. For those of you who don't know what RRR is, it's basically a movie that just recently came out of Tollywood with a uh, storyline that was practically the birth of a freedom fighter, a very infamous freedom fighter in South India. Now, I'm going to digress for a second here and point out that as of late... 
two things were happening. Tollywood has been releasing movies either where the protagonist is a police officer dealing with a corrupt politician, a corrupt boss, or maybe a terrorist. Now, this is nothing new because I have watched a few of these movies in my childhood and can confirm that a lot of these ideas or premises are recycled and have been done before. A bit too cliche. Now, Freedom Fighters is also another topic that filmmakers are touching on. Now, there was one released by Tollywood just not too long ago. But that was about a freedom fighter for pre-independence India. Now, if you were to ask me why movies like that are being made now, is because I guess the filmmaker wanted to explore the patriotic side of India, but fails to realize this. Now, this is for another topic, for another type of discussion, but Mahatma Gandhi did bring India its freedom. Now, ask yourself this. How did he do it? How was he able to give you that freedom? Or give India that freedom? While other freedom fighters gone before him failed? The answer is very simple. He did something that nobody expected. Now, again, I'm going to say this discussion is a whole new entire discussion reserved for another time and another place. But since this podcast discusses screenwriters, screenwriting, filmmaking, and anything to do with the film and television business, I'm going to focus on the movies that are made and whether or not, if it's worth putting out a movie like that. Now, I'm not going to say don't do it. What I am going to say is, think about the Freedom Fighter, do your research about the Freedom Fighter, and then do it. But back to the topic at hand, going back to why why Hollywood is saying, man, we wish we could make a movie like RRR. And that is something that I can discuss. I can point out a few things that is stopping Hollywood 
from going down that path or going down that route. And I'm going to give you three guesses as to what those reasons are or what those factors are. And what I am also going to do is instead of the usual thing that I do about when it comes to critics, I'm just going to lay it out there for you. And when I'm doing this, you may seem to hear that I'm complaining. You may think that I'm complaining, but I'm not. I'm simply pointing out based on my experience working in the industry. Whatever little time that I had gaining experience in the industry, I have learned a few things, a few secrets, if you will. But what those factors are is I am going to explain to you after the break, so stay tuned. Learn the craft of screenwriting with the guys at ScreenwritingU.com. They have free classes for you to test the waters, and then they have the Pro Series courses, which are the flagship of the Screenwriting U courses. The owner and founder is actually an expert in the industry, and you get to learn not only the craft of screenwriting, but also the business of screenwriting. So what are you waiting for? Inquire today at ScreenwritingU.com. That's ScreenwritingU with a capital U dot com. This podcast is brought to you by Spring Whales Productions, where your journey begins. Welcome back. Now, before the break, I briefly touched on what Tolly was been up to, and also the statement that Hollywood just made about why on earth they couldn't make a movie like RRR, which is from Tollywood, or they wished that they couldn't make movies like RRR. And I've touched a little bit about not only what Tollywood's been up to in terms of the type of movies that have been coming out lately, the type of uh, stories that have been coming out lately. One such story or one such movie I watched was Major, which was about a guy who was fascinated about becoming a soldier in the military. And this guy actually asked the question, what is a soldier? Now, that again is another topic for a discussion for another time and another podcast, if you will. But when it comes to patriotic movies which is what 
these freedom fighter movies and cop based movies and soldier type movies, military soldier type movies is concerned. They're patriotic movies. Basically, what I'm trying to get at is if you look at the statement that Hollywood just made about why they couldn't or they wish they could make movies like RRR. Now, I'm going to go over three reasons because, like I said before the break, I gave you three guesses. Now, if you haven't figured it out already, or if you have figured it out but you're waiting for me to confirm this, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give you those reasons or those factors that's holding Hollywood back. Yes, Hollywood has been the center of the film and television business, and it has been the epicenter of all blockbuster movies. Second best would be Tollywood. And I would technically, given where Bollywood's been headed, I'd put that in third place. So, the three reasons why, what's stopping Hollywood from making a great movie like RRR, which, by the way, I enjoyed, is political correctness, which also includes everyone and anyone getting offended and the professionals just trying to please them. Critics who do not or cannot suspend their disbeliefs. And we have filmmakers or content creators who or creative practitioners who simply do not believe in their characters. Now, they say they put their heart and soul into it, but do they actually believe in the characters that they create? Now, if you turn around and ask me, hey, Jared, do you believe in any characters? But yes, my answer to that is yes. There is a character that I have created that I strongly believe in and I'm waiting for the right moment where I can not just finalize the script but also take it to a producer who is equally as passionate as I am because I am doing this in the fantasy genre And I hope I find a producer who is also fantasy and is on the same page as me. Now, when it comes to political correctness, no doubt when you create a work of art or when you create a piece of fiction or a television show or movies, no doubt 
somebody will be offended. Somebody will not like it. Somebody will always criticize it. But does that mean we should bend over backwards and give up? Hail to the no. And I'm using that piece of dialogue from Glee, the TV show. And I like it. And I am going to use it. No matter what. Now, the second is critics who critique a screenplay, movie, or TV show. They are not making an effort to suspend their disbelief. Now, my whole qualm, my whole bone that I had to pick with the critics is simply this one thing. Now, I have pointed out in previous episodes what the critics do and how the quality of the criticism has gone down the crapper and how the critics use terms like unrealistic and not believable and all that. Now, that is them not suspending their disbelief. And on top of that, it's the overanalyzing it and overthinking it. When they compare elements of a film or TV show or a script that is being written right now to real life, that is their inability or their unwillingness to suspend disbelief. That is the major role that is playing in Hollywood, which is leading to most filmmakers or content creators or creative practitioners in the business from producing movies like RRR and producers taking risks like this. Now, I get that being a producer means you constantly have to think about return on investments, which is fine. Now, there are some books out there where it discusses the clear distinction between art and business. What I am wanting to ask of you is you can have both without overthinking it, without overly thinking to yourself, how am I going to get the money back? But believing in the fact that you will get a return on this investment it's just a matter of time. Now, 
third, as I have mentioned, is what do call it? Um, now, to be honest, these three reasons is when it comes to critics and believing in your characters. Now, I'm going to have to point something out here. The second reason that I mentioned, and that is the critics and their suspension of disbelief not being done. Now, that's leading to the third where producers or filmmakers are not even believing in their characters. Now, the filmmaker of RRR, SS Rajamouli, said it best, and it was quoted on a channel called Film Courage. I recommend you go check that out. The channel is called Film Courage. Now, check it out. And the quote, I believe, and I'm only paraphrasing this, you got to believe in your characters. Once you do, it's going to naturally come to you. And that's, I believe, one of the reasons RRR was successful because the filmmaker himself believed in it. He not only believed in the story, but he believed in the characters. He thought about that. Now, when you ask me what RRR is all about, I'm going to tell you that is about the birthplace of a freedom fighter. Not just the birthplace, but the birth of a freedom fighter, a South Indian freedom fighter. But also, here's what I'm going to mention. If you don't pay too much attention to the critics, I guarantee you, you can push yourself forward rather than taking the easy way out. Now, film schools and screenwriting courses have an equal responsibility to this. What they need to do is, first of all, encourage their students to come up with quality ideas, not the typical boy meets girl love crap. Now, I know I complained about this too long, or I know I keep bringing this up, but I think I mentioned this in an episode, but when you completely take the easy way out, you're not the only one doing it. You have other filmmakers doing it as well, so what the end product is, the end result is that you end up with a pantheon of films competing for your eyes, for the audience's eyes, that practically are mediocre and nothing to offer. It's, it is competitive. The film thing is competitive. 
but it's not fiercely competitive. Now it's not like in the same level. It's easy for a critic to say no to a mediocre script than it is for a great one. Now I'm talking about the legitimate critics. I'm talking about the critics that charge an arm and a leg to review the material. And I'm talking about the genuine critics that are genuinely interested in giving creative practitioners constructive feedback. Not destructive feedback, but constructive feedback. So anyway, once the quality of criticism grows, instead of any Joe Schmo having a freaking computer and using fancy-smancy words to make themselves sound smart, and they are the smartest critic in the whole world type thing, a quality critic does not engage in destructive criticism. They provide constructive criticism. That's what you need. That's what creative practitioners such as filmmakers and producers need. Constructive criticism. And I hope that we will be returning to the days where quality criticism is encouraged and quality filmmaking and producing TV producing is encouraged. But I also hope that while the boy meets girl premises is okay, glorifying it is not. And that is what the filmmakers and TV show runners need to understand. Okay, enough said. This has been Jared Dean Winchester, also called The Story Dude. Thank you for listening to this episode of Saturdays with The Story Dude. Until I hear from you again, don't forget to turn that page.